Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss. And you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and a little notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new mm-hmm. Going In Raw Notification mm-hmm, Larson. Mm-hmm, We're also mm-hmm. available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a hell of a way to support going in raw. That it is. Uh, and we offer a variety of reward tiers out there, uh, over there, doing thing there. Doing and, thing uh, there. Well, at the $1 mark, uh, you get a shout out here on the show. And I'm going to do that shout out right now. Sounds shout good. out Sounds to good. D Minor for being a, a YouTube channel yeah, member. Yeah, man. New channel members. Uh, we've Welcome got the Slow Wolf Pack, D Minor. Uh, Wizard, James QB, Kevin P, Tormund Brosselet, which is like name of the month right there. That's great. Tormund Brosselet. Wait, was that the Game of Thrones character? I know Tormund was You're the Game of Thrones character. You're asking the wrong dude about that. And Mike, Big Dog Demopolis. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, thank you so much for your support. We appreciate it. Indeed. Uh, Indeed. It's SmackDown. It's SmackDown Live, live, live. Yeah, day. we're going to be at SmackDown today. Are you excited? Uh, Big E's coming back to in ring action today. That's cool. Uh, I'm focused on what are you going to eat when you're there? <laughs> uh, those chicken strips were lovely last Pretty time. Good. So good I might get the... They're also like 15 bucks. Oh, everything's expensive there. Oh, I that's realize. That's the thing. We got to plunk down. I realize. Pretty that. much this anything. Is my, this is my first trip to the Golden One Center. Mm-hmm. Well, right, sort of professional sports venues. That, everything's overpriced. That billion dollar stadium ain't going to pay for itself. What is it, 500 million, something like that? 400? Like that. 420? Uh, I didn't really pay attention to the price yeah. tag. Very expensive, though. Uh, yeah. Paid for by parking, taxes, and food. So, and yeah. uh, no, it was a, a tourism tax, wasn't it? Oh, was there a tourism there was an tax? Additional surcharge for nice. the hotel room in Sacramento. All those ever want to do suckers that. out there All those people coming into come town to Sacramento for vacation to inevitably go to the railroad museum. Oh yeah, man, that's great. It really is prime you vacation learn about destination railroads. here in Sacramento. Uh, am I looking forward to SmackDown? Yeah, I'm looking forward to SmackDown. Yeah, are you? Yeah, you seem tired. I am tired yeah. because my dog decided rather than sleeping when I went to bed, wanted to pace around the bedroom. How old is Zoe now? She'll be 13. Oh, my goodness In gracious. In about a month. Is that it? Yeah. Boy, how long do pugs usually last? 
like 15, 18 years. Oh, smaller really? dog. Smaller dog basically lived forever. Man, because Zoe looks Zoe looks old. Yeah, she does. I felt so bad the other day when all the kids were torturing her. I know. I had to go and repeatedly and say, "Stop picking." That's try, the worst, stop, man. Trying to pick her up. That's the worst. Anyway, because she's old. She's very old. I miss somebody. Stephen Fenris here mentions Arco Arena. I mentioned Arco. I, I miss Arco Arena. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was, something. It was, it was a crap arena. Something about that old school. Everything's wood. It might go up in flames just like that. It was crap. I missed that. Corridors were way too narrow. The concession sucked. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about Golden One. Seats were uncomfortable. <laughs> Golden One is like, it's so, like, you can get out of that place very quickly. And I love it. It's kind of crazy. Arco took forever. Oh, yeah. You were there for days. Forever. You were there for days. Uh, Good riddance to Arco, I say. As you can tell, uh, we're avoiding talking about Raw. Not a lot happened. <laughs> it was fairly enjoyable, but apart from the tease and the title. No, no real stories progressed at all. We uh, we broke a new record in the community toll in the community oh, tab toll. It, oh gosh, community tab poll uh, for don't plan to watch. Now, granted, there was quite a bit of competition last night, but some people can record stuff and then go back and watch yeah, later. Yeah, the technology does 52%. exist. Fifty-two percent. Wow. Fifty-two percent. Only seven percent. Yay! That's interesting. Only seven percent. Yay! So, I would have been firmly in between. Yeah, it was in between. It was enjoyable, but as I said, nothing really happened. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that you would call it enjoyable. This seemed like one of those episodes. Nothing did. Nothing. You like when things happen. That's I want what, things to happen. I want, I want. I want. When I tune into a wrestling program, I want storylines to progress. Yeah. And for basically three hours, it was reasonably enjoyable wrestling content, but nothing really happened. Um, let me see, uh, where is, where are the notes here? Cause we have like two, looking at the breakdown, here. two title matches where the challenger really shouldn't have any claim to fighting for that title. Now you can make the case that since Lacey Evans cost Becky Lynch her SmackDown title, that Becky just wants to, you know, beat her again to prove some sort of point. But Lacey Evans, unto herself, has zero claim to that Raw Women's title. Baron should have zero claim to the Universal Championship. He got beat cleanly with a roll-up. Uh, if he don't want to get distracted by the ref, don't get in the referee's face. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, that was a poorly executed sequence anyways. Uh, hold on a second, though. Let me, let me take a look at this. I felt like, if I remember correctly, I thought the first hour was pure crap. Because they had that, the Lars Sullivan Lucha House Party. I don't want to see a rematch. I know, I know this is a different type of match. It was elimination or whatever. whatever. It was actually a winner this time at the Super Showdown. I know, but... Is it really a rematch if you didn't see the first one? I don't... <laughs> I, I mean, I just... I don't care about Lars Sullivan versus Lucha House Party. No, I don't. Although know. I do kind of like Lars Sullivan. I'll be honest with you. I think he's got a great... I've always liked Lars, though. Yeah, I know. Until he did like... Until it re was revealed that he liked wrestling or uh, bodybuilding message boards. But uh, I've, I've said my piece about that. Um, like the opening segment, I don't know. Like everything that I, I was worried about for wild card rule is come to pass. It's just the same stories on both shows for the most well, part. Well, tonight, tonight we'll we'll see how far. Like I last week, you you said this. You said I hope that the repetition, the redundancy that we saw between Raw and SmackDown over the past couple of weeks was specifically because Super Showdown was on the horizon. I hope they're going to ease up on that. Starting tonight, there is wasn't there a? Oh no, never mind. You didn't read the SmackDown preview. Then. Oh God, really? No, I didn't. All right, let's let's wait to get to there. <laughs> God, not that exactly it's serious oh, redundancy, man, but it's the same on. stories that have been playing out on Raw. Oh man, all right. Well, that's annoying. It is annoying. 
I thought the first hour was crap. I thought I really liked the 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 newly defined United States title scene. Yeah, that Although, was good. Is there an update on Cesaro? Yeah, apparently he's fine. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, he could not he cannot put any weight on that. Yeah. Because I saw the video. Eddie yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eddie was in the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of him being uh, helped out. Uh, yeah, apparently he's fine. I heard uh, Ryan Satin said last night he was fine. The Meltzer said today that he was fine. Okay, that's good. Ooh. So it looks like he took that. Because at first I thought it was on his knee. That's what I heard. Then I, on the replay, it looked like it was more in his thigh. Yeah, the replay, I mean, look, I, all these moves look horrifying. But on the replay, there was nothing that stood out that like anything like went the wrong way or no, anything. No, no, no. I wonder if he's got like a really bad Charlie horse or something. Yeah, that could be. And then when he started selling, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, that wasn't a sell. He was like, ow, oh, this legit hurts. I know. I know. And then I saw the video of him being helped down. I was like, oh, dude, no, come on. He just came back. I love him. He's great. Um, I thought that that six man tag was pretty fun. Yeah, I was thought fun. that after the like it was once a good the, showcase for Ricochet. Once the second hour hit, I was kind of better with it. The the elevator twenty four seven stuff was way too much. Although EC three got to talk. Yeah, that was good. And then I loved the main event. I thought the main event was fun. Yeah, it was all right. Um, but yeah, beyond that, you're right. Nothing. Oh, and then of course the yeah the tag match that was awesome. Uh, I feel so bad for Hawkins and Ryder though. They, I really like them. I really Kurt Hawkins. He's I don't really good. Does is is he just is he just like lazy backstage or something? I think he'd have been fired by now if that was the case. No, I don't think he's lazy backstage because he, he's got he's got all the tools. I know to be like a big star. I know he's got like because he's got one of those voices that is just made for great promos. Uh huh. He's got a really great voice. Well, then also he can deliver when it comes time to promos. Not just he has the voice for it. He has yeah. the delivery for yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Well, some things are intangible. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's got. He's 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 a good wrestler. He's a yeah. good talker. He has a great look to him. He's a good yeah. looking dude. I don't know. Good looking what beard. Deal is. What's the deal with that? I was looking at his arms. I was like, is his arms not big enough? What's the problem? Well, you know, it's the everybody. WWE's a play, and everybody's got the role. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know, Paul. I know. It's 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 too much. Uh, Firefly Funhouse was really dark. Yeah, that was good. I like that. <laughs> I always like Firefly Funhouse. That was so. super dark. Um, you want to talk about uh, other goings on last night in the sports world, namely one Kevin Durant. Boy, did you see that? Yeah, the ripple of his. Very rarely you see when an actual muscle or tendon tears and the muscle retracting up into that body part. Because that's, that's what that was. Yeah, I know. Apparently, it's an Achilles. So if he, if he tore his Achilles, he's out for a year. Yeah, he's out for a year. That was a bad idea. I know, and I know, look, I, I saw all the press conferences. Steve Kerr said he was going to play him in short bursts, and he played him like 12 out of the first 14 minutes or whatever it was, second quarter, I don't know. Oh. He played him a, a ton of minutes. If, if, if your medical staff says, well, if it's a maybe and Kevin Durant's pushing and you're down 3-1 and, and who you to sell Kevin Durant? No. I know, I know. I know. That's heartbreaking. It is. It really is. It is. It really is. I'm not making light of it. That sucks. It does suck. I enjoy watching him play. Yeah. Um, it's just a bummer where he hurts his calf, comes back seemingly too soon mm-hmm. because he's trying to help his team, mm-hmm. trying to help them win the title. Yeah. And it ends up, it just, he blows the whole thing out yeah, pretty much. Yeah, man. Oh, it's terrible. I really wish the Raptors would have won last night, though. Well, I guess not. What do I care? Yeah, like, I don't really care about either team. I don't want the Warriors to win. But now, if the Warriors I, win, it's, it, there's a story there. There's an interesting <laughs> story there. You know, it's good booking. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just it's a good it's an interesting narrative where no, it's awesome. Like, they were down three one before, they, or they were up three one back in the day. The Cavs, yeah, and just yeah. in terms of this one, it was you know they were they came from behind after Durant got hurt to win this game. Yeah, when they're like half their teams hurt. I would say there's there's a lot of pressure now on the Raptors. Yeah. But here's the thing, Boardman gets paid. 
Boardman doesn't feel pressure. Boardman's going to get paid more if his team wins the title. Do you think Boardman feels any pressure? He doesn't feel pressure. Boardman's a robot. He seems kind of robotic. Yeah, man. He's like Data. Seth Rollins came out to start the show. Yeah. With a promo. Yeah. He had a chair with him. But it was, it was, you know. Oh, well, that's. Well, yeah. He, they let him take that because he paid for the VIP experience. Yeah. In Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, no. In Saudi Arabia ringside, they have those, those lounges. They don't have aluminum chairs. Well, that's his. Uh, that's, that's like his. That's the chair he used against Brock. And apparently, let that through oh. customs. <laughs> yeah, right. You know. So, let me ask you something. What? Is that the actual chair? Or do you think they just they banged up a chair back sure they just banged up another one. <laughs> or is one they have. They like should have. He should have brought it out with like dripping with blood. I know. Like all sorts of pig entrails on it. Something. Something. An ear. <laughs> Brock's purple ear. Brock's purple ear. His cauliflower ear. There you go. Um, so, he starts talking. About uh, what he did to Brock, um, I believe it was in this uh, segment that he says I've done in uh, something to Brock that no one's ever done. His seventeen odd years in WWE, mm-hmm. uh, I like beat the hell out of him twice, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Baron comes out uh-uh. and starts talking. I don't know why he's but he's in the program <clears throat> with Seth. Still, there's really no reason for it to, to be the case. There's like a million good options in the U.S. title scene for Seth Rollins uh-huh. to fight. Like anybody. Lashley. Anybody. Braun. Anybody. Braun. Even Samoa Joe as U.S. champion. Cesaro. Anybody. Cesaro. And so we get more Baron Corbin. Why? He says, I learned a thing or two during my days as uh, raw gum. Raw gum. Gum. And uh, I have another match, and I get to pick my own referee for matches. Yeah. He just chalked it up to his good negotiation skills. I thought the McMahons who have the decision making process, I thought they hated him because they were like blamed him. Oh, for they all the publicly rating. humiliated him when he right, fired exactly. him. Right, Apparently not. Apparently I get to cool choose my own referee. And then Seth says, Well, you have no friends. No one likes you. Good luck finding a ref. Here comes Sami Zayn. He says, I'm Team Corbin on this one, Seth. You're too obsessed with Brock Lesnar. And uh, the, the people, the WWE Universe, deserve a universal champion like Baron Corbin. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Seth said something. Oh, that's good. Uh, who's going to have your back? Q Kevin Owens. Do you think that little reference about the wild card rule uh-huh. being stupid was uh, that was obviously scripted, right? Kevin Owens seems like a company guy. He does, but I think he is given a certain amount of latitude in terms of his promos. I would hope because he said he said because now I'm out here because of the wild card rule, whatever that thing is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but that's fitting. It's, it's within his character to say stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, Seth says, uh, well, you want to fight? Let's fight tonight in the main event. There's your match. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins in the main event. Yeah, I wasn't going to complain about that one. No, they always, those guys always put on good matches. And yeah. after that, uh, the aforementioned Lars Sullivan versus Lucha House Party elimination match. Um, it was short. It was to the point. I like elimination matches. That that bit where, uh, was it, uh, <laughs> I was about to say Sin Car. Uh, Kalisto got tossed onto the uh, steel steps. Looked oh, that brutal. was rough. That was On cool. top of the pinata. Yeah. So uh, first, Lars eliminates uh, Kalisto via freak accident. Yeah. I didn't put Kalisto in here in the notes. Kalisto. Uh, then he eliminated that, uh, Lince, Lince Dorado. Dorado. Lince tried to do a hurricane run on him. Instead, he gets caught. Running power bomb for him, and then yeah, uh, Lars press slams. Why didn't I not write Kalisto's name anywhere? Kalisto onto the ring steps. Yeah, Kalisto had already been eliminated. He needed to stay out of that. Yeah, like at that point, you're just cheating. Yeah, this is not a lucha way. house rules match. No, just stay out of the way. 
And then Lars tosses Graham Metalik like it looked like eight feet in the air, goes for the pin, pulls him off, uh, hits Metalik with a freak accident. Same thing, gets a two count, pulls up from the pin. He goes out. He tosses Lince seemingly into the ring post. Looked like he just threw him in the air though. And then back in the ring, Lars does eliminate Graham Metalik after a top rope headbutt. Yeah. Yeah, I want like a real, I want like an actual feud for him. Yeah, you want something fresh, right, Steve? The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Speaking of a, a, a scene in WB that's pretty darn fresh, okay. let's talk 24-7. Yes, absolutely. That has been talk of the WWE town. Sadly, this comedy gimmick is the only thing that's really interesting in the WWE right now. Uh, and uh, this was R-Truth and Carmella backstage, of course. Uh, the mob, the, the it's a mad, 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 mad world of the WWE comes chasing him. Well, the loser locker room. The loser locker room. Oh, Bob Root. It, it, it breaks your... Like, he's the one. Like, EC3, I feel bad for. Although, I, I get the feeling that stuff on main event where he's, like, just throwing up his hands. At this point, that's got to be... Is this character and I don't care anymore? I, I think I, it's got to be. At this point, Bob Root is, 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 is top NXT, call it Bungle, Yeah. He was NXT oh, champ. Oh, pff, well, yeah, hi, absolutely. Let's and talk about. He, he's at the back of the line chasing our uh, truth for that twenty four seven title. So, granted, EC three is not where he should be on the card, no. and he understands that. Yeah. However, when you juxtapose that with where he was before, which is, I'm not sure I'm getting paid this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can't be too bummed out. I mean, he could be bummed out, but I've got to, I got to think that all the disheartened stuff we see on camera, is, that's got to be some, that's got to be some character writing stuff, right? I think it is, but I have a feeling it's probably based in reality. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Totally. If, I feel like it's, a, it's probably a situation, the, the red solo cup where they did that bit during the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Uso barbecue. Yeah. And whether he took it upon himself or someone in the writer's room thought it was funny Hey, let's see what we can if we can run with this, mm-hmm. and let's just make generally speaking uh, <clears throat> the C in EC three stand for curmudgeon. Yeah, and see where this takes us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, anyways, our uh, truth, Carmella, EC three, Heath Slater, uh, Cedric Alexander, and Drake Maverick all go in the elevator. Uh, elevator door closes while everybody else in loser locker room searches for a ref. Door closes, elevator is stuck. What? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just looking at the stream stuff right here. Please go ahead. Don't. Is, is, something, is something a foul? Uh, just keep on going. Right, I'll worry about going. it. I'll worry about it. Um, so they're stuck in an elevator. Yeah. Um, and so over the course of the show, we cut back to elevator. Uh, them, at first, bickering, arguing. But eventually, they find a white way to all get along. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, there's no ref in there, so nobody can get pinned or anything. Yeah, so there's exactly. nothing really they can do about it. Exactly. Uh, so there's uh, one moment I don't know if it's this one. It was later on where Carmella like shoot laughed. Yeah, was it when our truth called Drake Maverick Hornswoggle? Yes, I think it was, and she she cracked. That was she hilarious. Covered her mouth. That was pretty great. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, next, we had a really awkward. Well, they do these split screen interviews. 
Why do they never? They're never good. One they was are, good. One was good. Neville one? and Austin Aries. That one was actually really good. Oh my god, that's so. That's so. That's such a deep cut, though. That one was really nobody good. saw. That was on two hundred five, wasn't I it? I think so, but it was still pretty good. No, it was. I agree with you. But other than that, no, they're terrible. They're all like the like. I would. I would have thought that the Braun one, the Braun Brock one, mm-hmm. would have been. That's it. That's yeah. we're done. We're not doing these ever again. Yeah. Why isn't listen? Vince seems to hate Luke Harper. He hates what are what are some other things Vince hates? Uh, sleeping, sneezing. sneezing. Why doesn't he hate split screen interviews? These are terrible. They're terrible. These are so bad. Like, why do they insist on doing the? People don't want to see Becky Lynch backstage talking. No, they want to see her fighting. No, and I I kind of don't want to see her backstage talking to her boyfriend either. No, I don't want to see that either. Like it's just it adds a dimension to both of them that I just I'm not interested in. Yeah, I don't care. I that want these I want like each other. WWE television. I want Becky focused on one thing. And that slapping hits. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's yeah. all I really care totally, about seeing yeah. on TV. Yeah. I'm happy for Becky and Seth. I Planks. hope they're happy. I hope I hope they have a, a, a long and, and, and happy relationship together. I don't want to see any of it. I don't it's not my business. You know what you know where I television. want to see it at like on the red carpet at the Hall of Fame. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. They could be cutesy there. They can it up there. Sure. I don't want to see that I don't talking to see each it. other. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that. No. Get out of here with that. And Lacey Evans, like I think she does good promo work when she's uh, in front of the crowd. Because she can feed off. Yeah. But backstage, it's, I don't know if it's a dialogue or what, but it's very stilted and wooden. Yeah, the dialogue is not good in the first no. place. But I'm very, I'm so quickly losing interest in her. Like, mm-hmm. this is sort of like why you don't immediately push somebody who hasn't. Like, this is why you build somebody. You don't just yeah, no. put them out the there. And no. then the, and the whole thing just fizzled at the end. Yeah. I'm not arguing with you. Oh, get on that. Slap your head. Yeah, you know. Uh, oh man, it, it just fizzled out. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. I because there's those. no there's they need physicality. Yeah. No. I understand they had a match later on which which had some physicality, but still. Yeah. Like people just don't want I me. Mean, Becky's a great talker, but they want to see her fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's what people want to see. I come out. Even dude, I'll be honest, even Seth Rollins promo at the very beginning. Sometime, and I, I understand it. I get that he is, he's the guy, especially lately, especially since he won the Universal title. He's been the WWE liaison to the universe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, he's the guy who says, I know what you guys want, and I'm going to deliver it. You guys want a fighting champion, and I'm going to be that guy. But when he talks to us, it sounds too much like a liaison. Yeah, you know? No. I remember when Stone Cold, just, and I, I always use this, this example because Stone Cold was the perfect guy for this. He would come out, and he'd be barking. Like a dog. He'd be barking. Not literally, but he would be barking, yeah, no, you know? Yeah. Not explaining stuff to us. Not walking us through things. Mm-mm. Man, I want him to, like, bark. I want him to, like... Yeah, there's a lot of recapping happening in these promos, and they should be pushing things forward. That's yeah. what Stone Cold always did. He always pushed things forward. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of WWE period right now. They yeah. don't really push things forward on a regular right. basis. Like, this whole episode of Raw and this whole next pay-per-view is, is spinning wheels. Well, it's funny because in Baron Corbin's interview a little bit later on... They were like, you know, Baron, uh, uh, you get to choose this guest referee. How do you feel about, you know, you only, how are you going to do that? And he was like, well, I've got two weeks to figure it out. I'm thinking, God, yeah, it's only two weeks. <laughs> two weeks till what's basically going to be a glorified episode of Ron's uh-huh, Smackdown. Uh-huh. That's totally what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, next, we had uh, Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss backstage. Like, there's little bits like this that there's some interesting character work going on. It's just the it, bits like this are so few and far between, seemingly, on WB programming. Mm-hmm. Where there's actually st- characters being developed, storylines yeah. progressing. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, in this segment, Alexa was talking trash about Bailey while in NXT, mm-hmm. uh, saying she wasn't there to help people. I, I, I like this bit. I, number number. Usually, I'm not a big fan of these like you know backstage segments. Like, why is there a camera guy yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I hate those things. Uh, that being said, I think that you know, given what they have to work with, I think that Alexa Bliss and Nikki's doing good stuff. And I, I actually think even. So we've had problems with uh, some of the dialogue, specifically in the women's division before in the past. Some of it is, was just used to be cringy. This, I thought, the dialogue here was pretty good. Plus, yeah, Alexa's yeah. really good. Yeah. And, like, so, for example, when she says to Nikki, I can be myself, I can be Lexi, which is, like, her, you know, real yeah. first name or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or it's what she goes by on Twitter anyways. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really good. Yeah, I think I the so Nikki too. stuff is, is pretty strong, and mm-hmm. I think it should lead to a pretty decent feud between the two mm-hmm. of them because we know how this is going to turn out. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a decent job of managing the question of Alexa Bliss healer face with Nikki Cross. I thought they actually kind of, it's like I last week it was like she was a face on raw. Then she came out on SmackDown. She was a heel to like the SmackDown crowd. And it was just, it was too, it was too far apart. I thought they did an as good a job as they could given that wonky scenario yeah. with her dialogue with Nikki cross. They yeah. kind of explained it. Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, she basically says Bailey's a jerk. Do you have my back? And Nikki cross says, yes, I got your back. Yep. She said, let's play. It was kind of cute. She said it very softly. Yeah, let's play. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice. Uh, next, Ms. TV with Samoa Joe. Uh, Ms. was talking to Joe about how he got that U.S. title back because Joe said he won it back. And Ms. says, let's clarify, you won that back. And Joe's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Shout uh, out to Joe for not calling out Ms. on calling it the Cochina Clutch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did that. He said, you locked on the Cochina Clutch. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, Joe says, well, hold on. I didn't think we were going to talk about that. I thought we were going to talk about who my next challenger was going to be. And the Miz talked about, well, you crossed the line talking about Ray's family. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe said, well, uh, lines are, are made by people like you. Yeah. I don't see boundaries. <laughs> he said, maybe it's the time that I, uh, you know, I start talking about your family. <laughs> yeah. And out walks Braun. And Braun says, oh, you want to challenge your Joe? I'll, you can get these hands. The, the, the Samoa Joe's uh, Chappelle reference was great. Habitual line stepper. That's a Chappelle show, I think, right? You're a habitual line stepper. You, you, no. cro- you, cross the, you stepped over the line. You're a habitual line. Isn't that from Chappelle show? I don't know. Look it up. Maybe. I don't know. Because Joe said that. It was funny. It was so funny. Uh, and Bob Lashley, he makes his way down the ring and says that he and Joe have history TNA reference. <laughs> Charlie Murphy, that's right. What's He's a line stepper. He's a habitual line stepper. He's talking about uh, the super freak guy. Rick James, yeah. Yeah, now I remember that. Rick James. The habitual line stepper. <laughs> uh, so Bob Lashley comes out uh, and says, Hey, Joe, you and I have history. Hey, TNA Joe. reference. Yeah, that was good. title shot. Ricochet comes down. He says, uh, I'm not the, the, the largest guy. But Ricochet is looking again on 205 Live, apparently, because he always references that. Yeah. He always well, says, I'm not the biggest guy around here. I think here. It's, it's the, the, the advanced and underdog story for him. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, and then Cesaro. Oh, Ricochet says, I beat Cesaro twice in the last couple weeks. I think it's time for me uh, to start thinking about championships. Cesaro mm-hmm. comes out, acts like he's going to talk in the mic, and then the sucker punches Ricochet. Brawl breaks out. Everybody's fighting. Faces clear the ring. Yeah, and then like we all kind of knew what was coming. Six up man next. tag match. Let's see. You got three good guys, three bad guys. What's gonna happen? 
but this was a lot of fun. It was I fun. actually really dug this match. It was fun. Because it was a showcase for one ricochet. Yeah. Especially the beginning where he lays out everyone, hits that tope on Cesaro, crowd pops huge. It's, they're you they're know, doing things right with Ricochet. They're putting him in the ring with people that can, uh, where he can put on interesting creative matches and showcase his skills, and he's getting over because of it. And it is, it is actually a pure joy to look at that uh-huh, uh-huh. and say, oh, man, Ricochet's in WWE, and he's doing cool stuff. I know. It is. It's, it's far it's, too often we see people uh, on main roster and not doing the cool stuff they used to do. Yep. yep. At least with him, they realize that the primary way he's going to get over is uh in is, ring in ring yep exactly uh so yeah uh that leads to a six-man tag match like i said this is a pretty fun match it was fun um it ended with uh, uh ricochet hitting uh 630 is that what it's called yeah 630 on yeah. after uh miss hit skull crushing finale on cesaro hit yeah. cesaro on the upper leg uh cesaro seems like he's actually really hurt oh that spot where the miz kind of flings ricochet over him out of the ring, mm-hmm, yeah. He's supposed to hit Bob Lashley, yeah. Didn't even come close. Yeah, I know. That's well, still a cool spot. Yeah, it's still a really cool spot. And Joe, uh, after escaping a Braun power slam, grabs the U.S. title and walks out. Smart move on his part. Braun looks in amazing shape. By yeah, the he way. is in amazing shape. But I like this man. I hope they do. I hope they can. Here's here's my here's my. This is what I really want to see. I want to see interweaving storylines yeah, surrounding the U.S. title. That'd be ideal. This is, I mean, man, this is a killer crop for the U.S. Mm-hmm. title right here. This is great. Uh, after that, we had the aforementioned Baron Corbin interview where he said he wasn't exactly sure who he wants as guest ref. Sami Zayn comes up, and he says, uh, uh, Charlie, leave. I have to talk to him. And then I didn't know if they just didn't have a camera on the mic, which is probably the way. Mic the, on the camera. A mic, I'm sorry, a mic on the camera. Or if Sami Zayn started doing the extra talking. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, then a tag match, Becky Lynch and Bayley, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Champions, respectively, taking on Alexa Bliss and Lacey Evans. Uh, Alexa Bliss, now that she's cleared, is seemingly having no issue do, doing whatever because that sunset flip into the turnbuckle from Bayley looked nasty. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, it did. Um, Lacey broke up the cover there. Uh, Nikki gets <clears> in <throat> Becky's way ringside when Becky goes down there. Uh, Lacey decks her with a woman's right back in the ring Lacey clocks Bailey with another woman's right Bliss goes for uh, Twisted Bliss, Bailey gets her knees up but then uh, Lacey hits her with another woman's right because she tagged herself in while Alexa's going to the top rope pins Bailey, gets the win yeah yeah Start start doling out women's, women's rights all over the place yeah I mean this was this was okay, this is alright I liked it. I like, I'm glad that Alexa gets it. But yeah, she doesn't need to be taking these sunset flip sunset flips into turnbuckles. Mm-mm. She's got head issues. <laughs> and we know best. <laughs> yeah, we do. Obviously, we do. As, as a fan, I don't like, I'm not a fan of this. The sunset flip is the most beautiful move that is just so, it's so difficult to watch. It mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing like the sunset flip powerbomb on the outside. <laughs> Aesthetically. It looks amazing. Oh, it looks fantastic. You got to dive through the ropes and do a full flip and then grab somebody and powerbomb. It looks amazing. It also looks like you're basically paralyzing somebody. <laughs> the biggest problem, of course, is then somebody at uh, AAA will see it and then we'll get that spot where we got at uh, Ray Reyes. Oh, yeah, the table doesn't break because the guy hit just his head on the table. Awful. That looked painful. Anyways, next, uh, Shane and Sami Zayn backstage. Uh, Sami wants to be, he wants to pr- uh, prove his mettle. 
for a potential referee spot at Stomping Grounds. So he says to Shane, I wanted to guest ref tonight, but let's not go uh, 100% with it quite yet. I will be the special guest outside referee. Yeah, yeah. Sami Zayn looks so much like a referee. He really does. Yeah, he fits that bill perfect. After that, Paul Heyman came out, delivered a promo, essentially saying uh, Brock Lesnar can cash in whenever he wants. He's not going to give any notice in the future. He's just going to show up. Yeah, which is good. It's a good specter. I mean, that's how he should have been done, doing it from the beginning. Yeah, pretty much. But they needed to boost the uh, the ratings, I guess, or the Super Showdown interests. Not that much Brock led to that. Uh, more stuff from the elevator. I think this is when our uh, truth called Drake Hornswoggle. Yeah, uh, it was just nice to see EC3 getting some opportunities to talk. He got some lines. Yeah. He had some interaction. And all the stuff in the elevator seemed very natural. It did. It really did. Sure. I mean, they, they they just stood there. For, I mean, I, I mean, they probably they probably told him this case just to hit certain points. I would hope so. You know, <laughs> that's a lot of stuff to memorize. Yeah, I know, which is why I kind of feel like they just did that, which is probably why Carmella chuckled. Yeah. R Truth is probably hilarious. Oh, yeah. Just away from cameras, oh, on yeah. camera, everything. Oh, yeah. He's probably just a hilarious guy. Yeah. Well, that might be one of the things they said to, to, to hit call Drake Maverick Hornswoggle. Have everybody get their little thing in because, like, yep. what's his face got to say? I got kids. Oh, he said that ad nauseum. Yeah. Yeah. Cedric got a few moments to, to say some stuff, too. It was Poor pretty Cedric. good. Cedric should be in that U.S. title scene. Yeah, man. he should. Him versus Ricochet. Uh, next. Oh, man. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh. Next, we had the Iconics versus a couple of local competitors. Truly, yeah, truly local. Yeah. Uh, the the wrestler that had the, the red and white gear that said sweet on it. Yeah. I saw a wrestle at Taco Fest. Taco Fest. Um, so that was that was. It's always weird when you see people that you've seen wrestle locally show up on WWE products. It's really weird. It's really weird. Yeah, it's pretty oddball. Um, it was. I guess she was Lisa Lace and uh, Aaliyah Mia. Aaliyah Mia, which 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 had commentary cracking up. <laughs> it did. It did. They laughed pretty hard at that. Aaliyah Mia. Aaliyah Mia. Uh, of course, it wasn't much of a match, and, and uh, Lisa Lace didn't even get in the in the ring. There's only there's only room for one Aaliyah in the WWE under the WWE umbrella, and she's already in NXT. Yeah. Prominent star there for many, many decades yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. promises to continue on for many yeah. decades yeah, more. Yeah, seemingly. Uh, Iconics dropped a promo beforehand. Wasn't much of a match, though. Billy pins Aaliyah Mia after the Iconics hit their finish. <laughs> Alex C. pointed out Drake saying, I'm not Hornswoggle. I'm just a very small man. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's there good. was some good stuff there. And we got we got to see this is what I'm really looking forward to, or this is what I'm looking at. Some some interaction between EC three and Drake Maverick. Yes. That's what I care about. Oh, yeah, they talked about his wedding. I'm getting married. And he says, You didn't invite me? You're my best man. Yeah. That's funny stuff. Uh next we got a Roman interview following what happened at Super Showdown. Uh he's all upset about it because Shane Ooh. beat him. He was hot. Yeah. 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 He was like that Drew oh, Drew McIntyre. He did, he did some some fist wagging. Uh, back to the elevator for a little bit, and then we got Shane uh, and Drew's best in the world celebration. Uh, most entertaining part of that is when this is when Shane started drinking champagne from his best in the world trophy. This was terrific. You know, man, 
I so, thought the promo bits were a bit of a slog, but once you got through that, it's just the same stuff. Yeah, sure, sure. But like, but they, when they're popping bottles and Drew's drinking from the bottle and Shane dumps a bunch of it into the... Drew looks amazing. Yeah. And you know, Shane, he kind of slept through his, his talking bit. <laughs> he did. Shane is funny, though. He is. And uh, and yeah, the bit where he like puts it in the, and they like toast. Toast. And, he, and then did you see the pictures backstage they took? Mm-hmm. They're great. So then uh, Shane introduces the Revival, say they're going to win the tag titles. They come down the ring. They grab a couple of uh, glasses of champagne. Shane's like, no, well, you can't be drinking before this huge match. Win those titles, come backstage, we'll pop more bottles. Yeah, man, and he would know he's the best in the world. Yeah. Uh, so then that led to the match, Revival versus Usos versus those poor bastards, Hawkins and Ryder. They, at least this time they had kind of matching. I, I, I think they'd done this before, the matching denim vests. Had you seen those before? It'd be uh-uh. a shame if they just had those made <laughs> together. Oh, you don't watch main event, Larson? No, sadly I don't. Even though it looks like there's there's oh. interesting stuff going on there potentially. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kurt Kurt Hawkins looked a little dejected during their interview before the match. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because they they took away the one thing he had a story. Yeah, no. His, and they didn't even build to the end of the story. I know. I know. So, uh, yeah, uh, fun enough match. Finish saw uh, Jay Uso uh, have his own super kick party, super kicking everybody. Mm-hmm. He goes to the top rope, hits a splash on Zack Ryder, but Dawson 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 tags himself in when Jay is on the top rope. Yep. So Jay hits the top rope splash, rolls off. Uh, Wilder grabs him. Yeah. And Dawson gets the pin on Ryder. Yeah. So you have new tag team champions. Yeah. Revival. Terrific. Now it's, the, <clears throat> I mean, look, as much as I like those poor bastards, Hawkins and Ryder, let's be honest, what we all want to see is the Revival versus Usos fighting over tag straps. That's what this needs to be for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was cool. Uh, after that, we had um, Seth Rollins' interview. 
<laughs> the only thing I remember about this is when it ended and he just puts the strap here and goes <laughs> like he just like he just turns off all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, I hate that song. When they linger after when they just like, like leave the frame or something. I know. Hard cut. Yeah. Move on. He's like, all right. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've been dealing with these people for a long time. I'm champion. People want to see champion. Fight champion. Champion universal. Champion. <laughs> Reboot. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, next, okay. more elevator stuff. This time, the elevator opens, and there's the rest of the loser locker room standing there with the referee. Everybody, including those who were in the locker room, seemingly made nice with our truth go after him. Uh, a couple pinning attempts, and then Carmella kind of gets him back in the elevator. Elevator's doors close. Mm -hmm. He escapes once again. One of those refs was keeping the ref was keeping EC3 from trying to get into the elevator. I was like, why is he doing that? Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, next, Firefly Funhouse. This one got a little grim. This got super grim. Yeah, it was great, though. It was awesome. Uh, so uh, Bray shows up, and uh, Ramblin' Rabbit is uh, trying to swat uh, Mercy, Mercy the Mercy buzzer. Mercy is trying to eat Ramblin' Rabbit. Right. So he's trying. he's got a fly swatter. He's trying to swat him away with it. So Bray's like, why, why, why are you doing that for? Intervening, yes. Yeah. Ramblin' and, Rabbit explains himself. Mercy tries to explain himself. Bray says, hold on, Ramblin' Rabbit, you have the floor. Yeah. And Ramblin then he says, do I need... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, he says, the Rambling Rabbit says his bit, and he says, uh, do you need the Fiend to come to, to intervene? And he was like, no, I don't. And he says, uh, something like, I need to get out of here so I can tell people what's really going on around these parts. Yeah, yeah. And he said, come here. And he like grabs him by the head. And then throws him on the ground. And then takes a giant cartoonish mallet and just starts annihilating him with it. And then Rambling Rabbit bleeds. He bleeds out his guts. Which actually looked like some maybe some sort of sauce of some sort. Yeah. Because then Bray, like, puts some on his finger, dabs it, and then, like, takes a little bit. And he says, that's delicious. Yowie, wowie, that's delicious. And then he says, this episode is brought, brought to you by Firefly Funhouse, Rambling like, Rabbit, something, breakfast sauce or something. Yeah. Like that. that was messed up. Yeah. He ate some. He ate a little bit. Yeah. But it was really cool. It was well done. Yeah, it was really well done. Uh, and that brings us to our main event, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Eddie, good shot of Eddie sitting ringside. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, I only saw him in the fan video of Cesaro being helped out. That's cool. Yeah, he had good seats. He there. did have good seats. Is he going to be there tonight? Do we know? I don't know. Is he in chat today? I don't know. Eddie, where are you? Are you here, Eddie? Alto. Alto, are you here? Yes. Hello. Um, so this whole story of this match was essentially Sammy being a real jerk to Seth Rollins finding any way he could to, to get involved from a, a official capacity. Okay, let me ask you this. Sorry. Let's backtrack a little bit. All right. Nikhil asks this, and I people a couple other people are asking me this on Twitter. Did you view the Firefly Funhouse as shots fired at possibly Moxley or Jericho? How so? I don't know, but people had asked, so I'm going to pass it on to you. Rambling Rabbit says... I'm going to let people know what's really going on here, which oh. could be a reference to WWE. No, I think it's, it's a reference to to uh, all the undercurrents of what's going on in Firefly Funhouse. Could be. What The Fiend's really about. That could kind be. of stuff. That's how I, I, I think it's kind of a stretch to assume that it's a reference to that. Me too. Although rambling rabbit, John Moxley with his, with his long rambling interview. Maybe. 
I don't know. Well, I also he was get the feeling it before that interview ever happened. I mean, I get the feeling that yeah, I know. I also get the feeling this was probably filmed in advance. Bulk. I think they did too. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I watched that Muscle Man dance a couple times. It's though. good stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, Sammy, he he's just being a real pain, <clears throat> pain in the ass. Uh, getting in Seth's way, over-officiating, uh, getting in John Cone's way, mm. irritating John Cone. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty funny, though, Sammy's patting down Seth, and he's like, you have a knife in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a knife in there. <laughs> I forgot another great line from Corey. Earlier on, when Lacey Evans was out there, was Renee Young said, I have a big problem with Lacey Evans. And he says, your problem with Lacey Evans is you're a nasty. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things to come out of this Lacey Evans thing is dubbing people nasties. Yeah. That makes me kind of laugh. Yeah. Your problem with her is you're a nasty. You're a nasty. (laughs) Uh, So at one point, Seth hits Insegiri on Kevin Owens. He goes to the top rope, probably to hit the frog splash. Sammy enters the ring uh, between... Seth and Owens, uh, for basically no real reason. He's checking on Kevin Owens. Seth gets down, starts arguing with Sammy a little bit. Kevin Owens rolls up Seth. Seth kicks out. Uh, shortly thereafter, Seth hits a suicide dive on Owens and Zane. Follows the stomp on Kevin Owens, but Sammy pulls John Cone out of the ring during the pin. Uh, Sammy is like, hey, this should be a disqualification. He hit me with a suicide dive, even though it was largely incidental. And then Seth grabs Sammy by the shirt. At that point, Sammy does call for the bell. Owens wins by DQ. Seth attacks Sammy. Uh, Corbin comes down the ring. He lays out Seth. He goes to get a chair, but then Seth fends him off. He grabs a chair, and then Seth lays into Sammy with chair, ending with a stomp. Yeah, and like completely destroys him while staring at Baron Corbin. I thought that was kind of pretty effective. I thought it was an effective way to do it, although I'm with you in terms of this whole Baron Corbin thing. Uh, all right, man. Do you want to see what we're doing tonight at SmackDown? Yeah, see if there's anything new going on tonight. All right, I'll go. F- I'll go first. All right. The New Day returned to clash with Ziggler, ah, Owens, and Zayn. I wish it was anybody but Dolph Ziggler. Uh, but this actually should be a fun match. WWE Champion Kobe Kingston walked out a Super Showdown with a win over Dolph Ziggler, but the show-off immediately demanded a title rematch after Xavier Woods got involved. To prevent anyone from interfering in a potential rematch, Ziggler asked for a steel cage match. And he will get his wish at WWE Stomping Grounds. However, tonight on SmackDown Live, it'll be three-on-three as New Day return at full strength take on Ziggler, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn in a huge six-man tag team match. Big E is back from the knee injury that put him out of action and is ready to back up the WWE champion and Woods while Ziggler has found allies in KO and Zayn who have no love lost with the pancake-loving trio who who, who will claim a monumental victory heading into WWE stomping grounds. Here's one thing that kind of bothers me about uh, specifically the wild card rule where they, they, they form these alliances that really, in essence, don't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Yeah, sure. Just to advance what weak storylines they have. Yeah. Like, really, why... What, Sammy tried to have some justification or explanation why he's helping Baron Corbin in that. It's a tit-for-tat thing. He, uh, he's, in the, he's a referee, or he helps Baron win title. Therefore, he thinks Baron will give him an opportunity at title. Yeah. It's just flimsy stuff. It is pretty flimsy stuff. And same with this Dolph Owens 
Zane team up. Mm-hmm. It's all just to have these matches in the end. It really don't mean a whole hell of a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, will Roman Reigns respond to Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre? Last night on Raw, Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre threw a super showdown celebration to gloat over the best in the world's victory against the big dog last Friday in Jeddah. The Scottish Terminator also vowed to maim Reigns beyond recognition when the two clash at stomping ground. Will the big dog have anything to say in response? I'm sure Most he certainly probably will. Will, uh, will R-Truth hang on to 24-7 European Television Championship? R-Truth has made it out of some sticky situations while holding the 24-7 Championship, whether it was on the golf course. A flight over the Red Sea or being stuck in an elevator with his fellow superstars. With dozens of superstars consistently on the hunt for him at all hours, will Truth make it through another night as 24-7 a champion? Mm. Can Bailey bounce back from tag team defeat on Raw? SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey had a rough go of it on Raw last night, taking advantage of the wild card rule. The hugger arrived on the red brand to join forces with Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch to square off with their respective stomping ground opponents, Alexa Bliss and Lacey Evans, in a Champions versus Challengers tag team battle. Unfortunately, Bailey come out on the short end as the sassy Southern Belle defeated her after knocking the champion out with a woman's right. Can the hugger bounce back as she prepares to battle the goddess at WB Stomping Ground? Find out tonight. SmackDown Live, 8, 7 Central, USA Network. From Golden One Center, right yeah, here. Man. In Sacramento. Sacramento. Anyways, man, let's, let's take some questions. All right. You fair got enough. Questions. I went to answer. Dom L says, jealous that you will get to see the grand premiere of SmackDown Live. Is, Smack, is Liv Morgan supposed to be on SmackDown tonight? I did. Well, she was not listed in the SmackDown preview. No, she wasn't. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, thank you, <laughs> Kyle Mushigan. Uh, Kyle Sturman, are you guys going to SmackDown tonight? If so, are you doing a meetup? We will be at SmackDown. I don't know if we're doing a formal meetup. If you see us, just come say hi. Yeah, just come say hi. We're not doing a meetup, but come say hi. Yeah. We'll be wandering around. Uh, Alex C., why do you think EC3 carries a plastic salad fork around with him in his trunks? That's right. He did that. Yeah, that's right. He, he pulled one out of his trunk. Because yeah. you never know when you're going to need a plastic salad fork. Yeah. Uh, the villain, Alan Black, you heard commentary say that Bray invited Truth to the Firefly Funhouse. Yes, I did notice that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wang Choco, after your Dominion review, think about getting involved in New Japan. Where, how do you recommend I start? Willing to spend money. Thanks, friendos. Uh, get New Japan World. It's 10 bucks a month. Um, search function on there is not the best. However, they have like basically everything. So uh, there's a list floating around. I think uh, Larry Otto on Twitter recently tweeted out an update. It's like a Google Doc mm-hmm. of basically all the matches you need to watch. <clears throat> throughout the history of New Japan with English commentary when applicable. I would also suggest this, uh, New Japan's English YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. They have a terrific series of, and I know they did this with Bullet Club. Yeah. I think they might have done it with other people, but I don't know exactly. Um, it's like a brief recap history packages. of, And they're very, they're like I think there's like three for Bullet Club and it's 15 minutes each. Mm-hmm. And it really does a great job filling in. Kevin you Kelly. Real Kevin Kelly. uh Host, host them. That's great. And uh, I, I don't know if they have more or not, but uh, that's that's a good way to start with yes. one aspect of things. Get, uh, the, get some history in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Forbes says, at the zoo, so have money. Zoos, yay or nay? Uh, so, like, generally speaking, nay, if they provide a service that's, like, 
it's like keeping the animals safe and like if like a zoo sanctuary. Yeah, then rescued I, animals. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with that. Totally. But just like the like when you go through and you see some depressed gor- gorillas, that's the worst. That's so it's heartbreaking. Bummer, and then people yeah. like, oh, little shitty kids. You know, hmm. I'm not into that. Yeah, I'm conflicted about zoos myself. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 you know, there's there's a ton of gray area there. It's like. If they're going to be out there getting, you know, killed or whatever, but the sanctuaries are, are fine, but like just, I don't know. Hope you're having a good time though, Michael Forbes. I didn't mean to make this a debate about zoos, yay or nay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought he, I thought he gave the question. You gave the question, yay or nay. Yeah, no, that was me. <laughs> Jimmy Thomas, the Ascension is the most bungled NXT call up from the longest reigning champions to jobbers in weeks. At least Bob got the US title. That's a good point, but Bob Roode had a much higher ceiling than the Ascension ever did. Yes. I was listening to uh, something to wrestle with. They had the something else to wrestle with episode about AJ Styles and TNA. Mm. And Pritchard was talking about why they kind of had uh, Bob Roode be top guy. And he's like, well, because he seemed like he was top guy. Yeah, he does. He feels like he's top guy. He says he's wild. He's like super entertaining backstage. Oh, man. Yeah. He's got all the skills. Great yeah. heel. Um, don't talk, just listen. It's telling who was picked to be in that elevator. Is that going to be the, 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 the cream of the crop for the 24-7 division going forward? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that could, yeah, that could be. That could be. Those could be all the, uh, all the contenders, top contenders. contenders. Uh, Butts here in Discord uh, says, Did you guys catch Renee ask if Alexa called Bailey a hooker? I thought Wait, she... say that again? Did you guys catch Renee ask if Alexa called Bailey a hooker? So during the segment with Nikki Cross, she called her, I think, a hugger. I totally thought she said she said a San Jose hugger. I swear I thought she said hooker. Wow. But I thought she meant in the wrestler sense. I was like, that's a really weird way to put that. Because uh, it sounded like it, and then and then Renee said that, and then Corey, I think, said no. She said hugger. Wow, wow. But I was like, that's a that's a odd way to phrase it. Like, yeah. I haven't I haven't heard anybody call a wrestler a hooker since uh, Vergania or Luthez. Luthez, yeah. yeah, that's what his autobiography was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, DG photo video. Thank you. Not KM. The elevator stuff was almost as good as what is FFFH? I don't know what that means. Firefly Funhouse. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Dylan Raw looked like a whole lot of trash It was moderately enjoyable But just nothing really happened I mean the thing is it, it's People are getting tired of the lack of inspiration I think that's that's mainly yes. what it is It's not like Raw was overwhelmingly bad or anything There was some good stuff going on Yeah, But when there's just I, People are just waiting for The green light on We're making a change Something's changing here yeah. And Maybe it's obvious interesting. It's obvious that that's not happening. Uh, Eric Salazar, thank you. Not KM. While getting patted down, KO looked at John Cohn and said, you never touch me like that. <laughs> he did. Alex Foster, if you guys had a celebration for winning a match, uh, what would the celebration be like? Oh, man. It'd be a whole lot of barbecue. Beer. I would do like uh, like a luau and some pie. Like some of them dudes who are like throwing around fire sticks oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, man, that's good. Some hula like, dancers. Yeah, I mean it's weird for me because I'm not, I'm anti pineapple, but if other people in the celebration like pineapple, I'll have it available. We can do the do the cook the pig in the in the ground. Yeah, yeah, but it'd be that. like an impossible pig. An impossible pig. All right. <laughs> you like pork? <laughs> I know. I feel bad. Pigs are so cute. They can be. Dragon Reborn, your favorite message retracted. Have you seen an ugly pig before? 
<laughs> they're old and like, you know, they got like teeth. Yeah. Oh, those need extra love, man. I'm not making judgments about the amount of love they need. You know, yeah. an, an ugly pig and the answers. Yes. Mm, so delicious. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Well, that's that's not up for debate. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, unable to watch the next two... God, I, Patreon, get the names out of the way. Unable to watch the next two weeks of WWE due to being a camp counselor. Man, I hope it's not a Crystal Lake. What superstars Ooh. would be the best and worst camp counselors? Uh, Xavier Woods would be tops. He's funny. He's got oh, tons yeah. of personality. Apparently, also, I think he has like a PhD in psychology or something. Okay, there you go. So then. there's a dispute or an issue. Yeah. I think that he'd be perhaps most well equipped to handle it without it coming to blows. Yeah. On the other hand, Xavier Woods versus Jason Voorhees. I don't know, man. Jason's like a force of nature. He's like I the know. Anton Chigurh of horror flicks. But that that top rope elbow drops uh, Xavier Woods does is pretty damn impressive. He can jump basically all the way across the ring. That's true. That's true. I got Jason. Uh, let's see here. Kevin Wells says, "Do you guys remember that one tag team, the War Raiders? Who? Oh, they were on main event. Eric Blaha says they're on main event against yeah. Titus and Noe Jose tonight in San Jose. Wow." Wow. Wow. That's balls, man. That is balls. They made them change their name and they're not on TV. How lame is that? All the lame? Horribly lame. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Uh, Aminadab Garcia with Lacey Evans cutting promos in the bathroom twice now and Extreme Rules next month. Do you think Becky and Lacey should have a bathroom match? No, this should be the end of Becky and Lacey. Stomping Ground should finish it. Done. Boy, I hope it is. Done. Finished. <clears throat> uh, Rich the Smash Bro. When will Ricochet get a title match? I'd uh, say within the next three months. I'll be surprised if they do some sort of multi-man match at a stomping ground. I got that feeling too. I think so. Uh, nope, not doing that one. Uh, James Fletcher, who is your guys' favorite indie star who you haven't seen much of in years? He says his is James Storm. I saw him at Starcast. He yeah. looked amazing. Yeah, he's in great shape. He is in great shape. I'd like to see more stuff from James Storm. Indie star, I haven't seen stuff. Oh, everybody like the Mad Braddocks. <laughs> uh, Ryback. Mm-mm. I dude, come on! You know Ryback could be entertaining. I want to see Ryback in New Japan. Mm-mm. No, really? Not into it? No. Oh, come so on! I like I like good wrestling. Yeah, Ryback was not a good wrestler. Maybe he was just constrained by the constraints of WWE. I don't know. I feel like he just wasn't a good wrestler. Oh no! I'm gonna clip that one and send it to him. That's fine. He was probably an effective WWE wrestler because he could do. Yeah. The limited stuff that they want him to do, but apart from that, I don't see him putting on five star matches. Who's a guy that you'd like to see? I mean, pretty much everybody signed. Everybody signed, huh? That's kind of the issue. J.R. Kratos. Yeah. Local Sacramento competitor. Yeah, he's good, man. He's really good. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I gave mine right back. Yeah, I said J.R. Kratos. He's a real indie wrestler. A real indie wrestler. You want? Oh, you were telling me the other day off camera that you really want to see more Enzo. And I was like, that's that's a, what a weird thing to say. You're just trying to start some trouble now, aren't no, you? No, man. I'm just joking. I'm just I'm just clowning with you. What do you got coming? What do we have coming up on Overrun? Something about John Cena? Yeah, what you got coming up on Overrun? I got to go to a, a, a thing. Oh, you're splitting that now. I thought you said 10:30. Okay, cool. I got to be there by 10:30. You want a you want an exclusive Steve Overrun? You yeah, got it, man. Steve exclusive Overrun. I got to go to some school function. Steve exposed. Last no day. question off the table. Last day of school for my uh, oldest kid. Kind of uh, making it kind of a huge deal. Man, last day of school. For uh, for those uh, teenage stepkids of mine, so I'm taking him in the morning for three months now. That's awesome. That's so cool. I can start walking. Anybody getting summer jobs? Uh, no, well, T. I think Talia is. Uh, she's applied for some places. Mm. Summer might, but I don't know. She likes to laze around. Devin ain't doing nothing. I'm gonna start taking that kid to the gym. Anyways. Uh, yeah, overruns coming up. That's for five dollar uh, Patreon members and up. Yeah, and, and YouTube members, YouTube channel members also. So hit that join button or go to yeah. the Patreon, and you can check it out starting very shortly. Uh, it's going to be an all Steve day, so take that for what you will. Shoot interview with keeping company with Steve here. Yeah, keep me company, man. Anyways, want to say thanks to everybody out there. We appreciate it. Yes, and until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.